at the Gary here on the road. We are dental practice brokers nationwide. We sell dental practices. So today's topic is what happens if the second buyer wants to put an offer in three weeks after the first buyer has put in an accepted offer? What is protocol? We're going to get into that. As you know, we are now in 28 states throughout the USA. We have 10 employees. And we've been doing this for 13 years. I was a dentist for 25 years. And two of our 10 employees are CPA accounts. That's rare to find in brokers. Now, if you want to reach us, it's 201-663-0935. Or... Our website is dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com. We answer the phone 363 days a year. We work every day except Christmas and Easter. And you can reach us from about 8 a.m. till 9 p.m. every day. So just give us a ring. We'll be more than happy to uh, accommodate you. Now, if you're thinking about selling to one of the DSOs or the large corporate dentistry, call us. Because we are independent, but we'll pick and choose which we think the best DSOs are for you. Often they will pay our commission. So therefore, the most sellers do not have any commission with us. And when you work with us, many times we can get your legal fees reimbursed upon successful closing based on criteria, of course. So it works out quite well. Uh, we also know that a lot of the DSOs are going through some changes right now, and it's month to month. So we're on the cutting edge of that, and we can share that with you. So please give us a call so we can help you. Now, the topic is at hand. The, the One buyer gave a letter of intent uh, that was accepted about three weeks ago a month going through the process now of contract negotiations, lease negotiations, financing. So we're in that process now. Suddenly a second buyer who had previously seen the practice before the first buyer wants to put an offer in. You know, what is the protocol on that? Well, first you look at your letter of intent to see if it has exclusivity to it or not. But even if it did, it's like, even if it didn't, we generally, we want to go to closing with the first buyer. Because it says some second buyers come in and say they're going to give you more money and this happened and that happened. What happens is, and it can happen, you lose the first buyer and you lose the second buyer. Because the second buyer is just trying to do whatever they can to lock up the deal. So we don't go there. But what we will do is keep the second buyer in a solid position, ready to move forward if the first buyer drops out at their own will or a crisis happens, they get disabled, they get cold feet or something happens and they just drop out. And that happened. It just happened to me three weeks ago. We had a second buyer ready to roll, but he, we were not going to give them first position. First uh, position was held on the first buyer, but the first buyer panicked and had some issues and left. 
So we moved the second buyer into that first position, but only after the first buyer just gave up and said, I don't want it. And you know, for the seller, on the seller's behalf, you don't want to go through the whole process again. So that's what we did. But in this situation, we have a pretty solid buyer. We want to go to closing, hopefully in two weeks and get this thing locked up and finished. Um, we're not going to entertain the other buyer, but the other buyer can be free to have a letter of intent if they want to just hold on to it. Uh, but we're not going to process it. We're not going to present it to the seller. We'll inform the seller that we have this activity going on and we stay in touch with their attorney. But nobody wants to lose that first position and lose the first buyer. But with all due respect for the second buyer, let's keep them in a strong second position. And if the first buyer drops out at their own will, we're not going to do is start putting competing offers in because the offers were separated. Now, it's a different story if both offers came in within a day or two or 72 hours of each other. That's a different story. Then you can say to both buyers, put your best uh, and final bid in right away. But that's only within 24, 48 hours, not three weeks after the first one uh, put their offer in. So that's how the attorneys, and we'll often defer to the attorneys to handle that, but that's not a situation like this. Second buyer is coming in three weeks or longer after the first buyer. So we're just going to respect the first buyer's position, keep that position. We don't want to lose our first buyer. And uh, that's what we do. So we right now are talking to the second buyer and telling him, look, just have all your papers ready, get approved by the bank. You can think about an offer, but we really can't accept it. However, you could be in that strong second position. But, you know, if the first buyer decides to drop out at their own free will, then you can move into the uh, top position. But we're not going to compete against the first buyer in this circumstance. Now, we do this with the compliance of the seller, with the compliance of the seller's attorney. We communicate with everybody, obviously. But just to tell you how that works and what the protocol is, we've talked about this before, but this is just happening the last few weeks, last uh, few months. It's been happening a lot. So we just want to uh, tell you how the system works. You know, get your offer in early. You know, don't sit on these things. If you like something, do your due diligence, move, do your due diligence and move on it. Just move on it. When you put the letter of intent in, it's non-binding uh, anyway. So just move on it. But most of the time, even though it's non-binding, we stick with it um, and, and process uh, that, you know, an offer. So any questions, you call us on that. We are always open to offers. Oh, excuse me, or always, if you need advice, and so forth we can help you with that and uh, we've been doing this a long time uh, we don't have all the answers but you know we have a significant amount of experience and we defer to the uh the attorneys uh when something happens and we know all the great uh, dental attorneys so that's kind of how everything works okay so call us thank you